0: Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in the live studios in The Haven, which is located in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We hope that all of you out there in cyberspace, wherever you are, are healthy, safe, and as happy as you can be with the world in such turmoil. Uh, We aim to make your life even happier by reading Srila Prabhupada's books out loud to you. I've been getting quite a few uh, quite a bit of feedback from devotees saying that when they hear us read and they follow in the book while we're reading that they can better understand the book. So this is a great uh, sense of fulfillment for me and happiness because it's really what we want to do this is uh, Prabhupada's book distribution because the most important thing is to understand what Srila Prabhupada is saying Uh, so many deep lessons are in the Bhagavatam so the better we can understand the more clearly we can understand the easier it is to become attracted to Krishna and to Krishna consciousness. And that's the goal. That's the goal of spiritual life. Devotion, pure devotional service. Okay. Srimad Bhagavatam Mahimas by Srila Sanatana Goswami glorifies the Srimad Bhagavatam, the book we're reading at the present. Um, it goes like this Sarva Shastravdipi Yusha Sarva satpala sarva-siddhanta ratnāja sarva-lokai kadrik-prada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures singular fruit of all the Vedas rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds sarva-bhagavata-prāṇa śrīmad-bhagavata-prabho kalidvandodita Shri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master Shrimad Bhagavatam You are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali You are the exact image of Shri Krishna Paramananda Pathaya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvadasavasevaya Shri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you, who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna himself. Madhika mm-hmm. bando mad sangin, man mahadana, man bhagya, mad My only friend. My constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. A sadu sadu tadain atini chochitakada, Hanamunchakadashin Mam Premna Rit Kanta O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly. O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate vasudivaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So, we've reached the twenty-eighth uh, chapter of the fourth canto of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. Um, Puranjana, who represents the soul in, in an allegorical story told by uh, Narda Muni to King Pratibharasad, Pratibh- Uh, after leaving the body in difficult circumstances has become a woman whose name is Puranjani and she married a great devotee because of her pious activities from a previous life. Now we're going to hear more about her adventures beginning with text 37. Through austerity King Malayadwaj, in body, mind, and grad, body and mind, gradually became equal to the dualities of cold and heat, happiness and distress, <clears throat> wind and rain, hunger and thirst, the pleasant and the unpleasant. In this way, he conquered all relativities. purport liberation means becoming free from the relativities of the world unless one is self-realized he has to undergo the dual struggle of the of the relative world in bhagavad gita lord krishna advises arjuna to conquer all relativities through tolerance lord krishna points out that it is the relativities like winter and summer, that gives us trouble in the material world. In the winter we do not like taking a bath, but in the summer we wish to take a bath twice, thrice or more a day. Thus Krishna advises us not to be disturbed by such relativities and dualities when they come and go. The common man has to undergo much austerity to become equipoised before dualities one who becomes agitated by the relativities of life has accepted a relative position and must therefore undergo the austerities prescribed in the shastras excuse me to to transcend the material body and put an end to material existence king maliyadwaja underwent severe austerities by leaving his home, going to Kulachala, taking his bath in the sacred rivers and eating only vegetables like stems, roots, seeds, flowers and leaves, avoiding any cooked food or grains. These are very, very austere practices. In this age it is very difficult to leave home and go to the forest or the Himalayas to adopt the processes of austerity. Indeed, it is almost impossible. If one is even advised to give up meat-eating, drinking, gambling and illicit sex, one will fail to do so. What then would a person do if he went to the Himalayas or Kulachala? Such acts of renunciation are not possible in this age. Therefore, Lord Krishna has advised us to accept the bhakti-yoga process. Bhakti-yoga will automatically liberate a person from the dualities of life. In bhakti-yoga, Krishna is the center, and Krishna is always transcendental. Thus, in order to transcend dualities, one must always engage in the service of the Lord, as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 14.26. Mam chayobya bicharina, Bhakti Yogena Sevate Sagunan Kalpate one who engages in full devotional service, who does not fall down in any circumstance, that once transcends the modes of material nature, and thus comes to the level of Brahman. If one factually engaged in the service of the Lord, bhakti-yoga, if one is factually engaged in the service of the Lord, bhakti-yoga, he will automatically control his senses, his tongue, and so many other things. Once engaged in the bhakti-yoga process, with all sincerity, one will have no chance of falling down. Even if one falls down, there is no loss. One's devotional activities may be stunned or choked for the time being, but as soon as there is another chance, the practitioner begins from the point where he left off. Text 38 By worshipping, executing austerities and following the regulative principles, King Malayadwaj conquered his senses, his life and his consciousness. Thus he fixed everything on the central point of the Supreme Brahman, Krishna. Purport Whenever the word Brahman appears, the impersonalists take this to mean the impersonal effulgence, the jyoti Actually, however, Parabrahman, the Supreme Brahman, is Krishna, Vasudeva, as stated in bhagavad gita 719 vasudeva sarvamiti vasudeva extends everywhere as the impersonal brahman one cannot fix one's mind upon an impersonal something bhagavad gita 125 therefore says klesho dikatadaste sham avyakta sakta cetasam For those whose minds are attached to the unmanifested, impersonal feature of the Supreme, advancement is very troublesome. Consequently, when it is said herein that King Malayadwaj fixed his mind on Brahman, Brahman means the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Vasudeva. Text 39 in this way he stayed immovable in one place for 100 years by the calculations of the demigods after this time he developed pure, pure devotional attraction for krishna the supreme personality of godhead and remained fixed in that position purport bahunam janma namante Mam ma Vasudeva Sarvamiti Samahatma Sudur After many births and deaths he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me, knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. Bhagavad Gita seven hundred nineteen. Vasudeva, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, is everything. And one who knows this is the greatest of all transcendentalists. It is stated in Bhagavad Gita that one realizes this after many, many births. This is also confirmed in this verse with the words Divyam Varsha One hundred years according to the calculations of the demigods according to the calculations of the demigods one day twelve hours is equal to six months on earth a hundred years of the demigods would equal 36,000 earth years thus king Malayadvaj executed austerities and penances for 36,000 years after this time he became fixed in the devotional service of the Lord. To live on earth for so many years, one has to take birth many times. This confirms the conclusion of Krishna: to come to the conclusion of Krishna consciousness and remain fixed in the realization that Krishna is everything, as well as render service under Krishna, are characteristics of the perfectional stage As said in Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya 22, 62 Krishna bhakti koili sarva karma krita hoy When one comes to to the conclusion that Krishna is everything by worshipping or by rendering devotional service unto Krishna one actually becomes perfect in all respects Not only only must one come to the conclusion that Krishna is everything, but he must remain fixed in this realization. This is the highest perfection of life. And it is this perfection that King Mali attained at the end. Text 40 King Malayadvaj attained perfect knowledge by being able to distinguish the Supersoul from the individual soul. The individual soul is localized whereas the Supersoul is all-pervasive. He became perfect in knowledge that the material body is not the soul but that the soul is the witness of the material body. Purport The conditioned soul is often frustrated in trying to understand the distinctions between the material body, the super-soul, and the individual soul. There are two types of Mayavadi philosophers, the followers of the Buddhist philosophy and the followers of the Shankar philosophy. The followers of Buddha do not recognize that there is anything beyond the body. The followers of Shankar conclude that there is no separate existence of the Paramatma, the Supersoul. The Shankarites believe that the individual soul is identical with the Paramatma in the ultimate analysis. But the Vaishnava philosopher, who is perfect in knowledge, knows that the body is made of the external energy and that the Supersoul, the Paramatma, the supreme personality of Godhead is sitting with the individual soul, and is distinct from him. As Lord Krishna say, states in Bhagavad Gita, 13:3, gyam chapi mam vidi, sarva chetreshu chaitra chetra chetragyaor gyanam, yatta gyanam O Sion of Bharat, you should understand that I am also the knower of all bodies. And to understand this body and its owner is called knowledge. That is my opinion. The body is taken to be the field and the individual soul is taken to be the worker in that field. Yet there is another who is known as the Supersoul who, along with the individual soul, Simply witnesses. The individual soul works and enjoys the fruits of the body, whereas the supersoul simply witnesses the activities of the individual soul, but does not enjoy the fruits of those activities. The supersoul is present in every field of activity, whereas the individual soul is present in his one localized body. King Malayadvaj attained this this perfection of knowledge and was able to distinguish between the soul and the super-soul and the soul and the material body. Text 41 In this way, King Malayadvaj attained perfect knowledge because in his pure state, he was directly instructed by the supreme personality of Godhead. By means of such enlightening transcendental knowledge he could understand everything from all angles of vision. Purport In this word, in this verse, the words Shakshad bhagavatot Kena Garuna Harina Sakshat Bhagavatot Krena Guruna Harina are very significant. The Supreme Personality of Godhead speaks directly to the individual soul when the devotee has completely purified himself by rendering devotional service to the Lord. Lord Krishna confirms this also in Bhagavad Gita 10.10, Te Sham Satadayuktanam. Pajatang Preeti Purvakam Dadami Bodhi yena mam Upayantite To those who are constantly devoted to serving me with love, I give the understanding by which they can come to me. The Lord is the Supersoul seated in everyone's heart and He acts as the Chayaguru. Guru spiritual master within however he gives direct instructions only to the advanced pure devotees in the beginning when a devotee is serious and sincere the Lord gives him directions from within to approach a bona fide spiritual master when one is trained by the spiritual master according to the regulated principles of devotional service and is situated on the platform of spontaneous attachment for the Lord Rāgā-bhakti the Lord also gives instructions from within This distinct advantage is obtained by a liberated soul Having attained this stage King Malayadvaj was directly in touch with the Supreme Lord and was receiving instructions from him directly. (coughs) Text 42 King Malayadvaj could thus observe that the Supersoul was sitting by his side and that he, as the individual soul, was sitting by the side of the Supersoul. Since both were together, There was no need for separate interests. Thus, he ceased from such activities. Purport. In the advanced stage of devotional service, The devotee does not see anything separate between his own interests and those of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Both interests become one for the devotee does not act for a separate interest. Whatever he does, he does in the interest of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. At that time he sees everything in the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the Supreme Personality of Godhead in everything. Having attained this stage of understanding, he sees no distinction between the spiritual and material worlds. In perfect vision, the material world becomes the spiritual world due to its being the external energy of the Supreme Lord. For the perfect devotee, the energy and the energetic are non-different. Thus, the so-called material world becomes spiritual. Sarvam kalavinang brahma <clears throat> Everything is intended for the service of the Supreme Lord and the expert devotee can utilize any so-called material thing <clears throat> for the Lord's service. One cannot serve the Lord without being situated on the spiritual platform. Thus, if a so-called material thing is dovetailed in the service of the Lord and is no longer to be considered material, thus the pure devotee in his perfect vision sees from all angles. Text 43 The daughter of King Vidarbha accepted her husband all in all as the supreme. She gave up all sensual enjoyment and in complete renunciation followed the principles of her husband who was so advanced. Thus she remained engaged in his service. Purport Figuratively King Malayadwaj is the spiritual master and his wife, Vaidarvi, is the disciple. The disciple accepts the spiritual master as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As stated by Vishwanath Chakravarti in Guru Vashtaka, Sakshad-daritvena One directly accepts the Guru, the Supreme Personality, the, the, the spiritual master as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One should accept the spiritual master not in the sense that the Mayavadi philosophers do, but in the way recommended here. Since the spiritual master is the most confidential servant of the Lord, he should be treated exactly like the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The spiritual master should never be neglected or disobeyed like an ordinary person. If a woman is fortunate enough to be the wife of a pure devotee, she can serve her husband without any desire for sense gratification. If she remains engaged in the service of her exalted husband, she will automatically attain the spiritual protect perfections of her husband. If a disciple gets a bona fide spiritual master, simply by satisfying him, he can attain a similar opportunity to serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead Text 44 The daughter of King Vidarbha wore old garments and she was lean and thin because of her vows of austerity Since she did not arrange her hair it became entangled and twisted in locks Although she remained always near her husband she was as silent and unagitated as as the flame of an undisturbed fire. PURPORT When one begins to burn firewood, there is smoke and agitation in the beginning. Although there are so many disturbances in the beginning, once the fire is completely set, the firewood burns steadily. Similarly, when both husband and wife follow the regulated principles of austerity, they remain silent and are not agitated by sex impulses. At such a time, both husband and wife are benefited spiritually. One can attain this stage of life by completely giving up a luxurious mode of life. In this verse, the word chirdavasa refers to a very old to very old, torn garments. The wife especially should remain austere, not desiring luxurious dresses and living standards. She should should accept only the bare necessities of life and minimize her eating and sleeping. There should be no question of mating. Simply by engaging in the service of her exalted husband, who must be a pure devotee. The wife will never be agitated by sex impulses. The vina stage is exactly like this. Although the wife remains with the husband, she undergoes severe austerities and penances so that although both husband and wife live together, there is no question of sex. In this way, both husband and wife can live together perpetually. Since the wife is weaker than the husband, this weakness is expressed in this verse with the words upavatim. Upa means near to or almost equal to. Being a man, the husband is generally more advanced than his wife. Nonetheless, the wife is expected to give up all luxurious habits. She should not even dress nicely or comb her hair. Hair combing is one of the main businesses of women. In the Ivana stage, the wife should not take care of her hair. Thus her hair will become tangled in knots. Consequently, the wife will no longer be attractive to the husband and she herself will no longer be agitated by sex impulses. In this way, both husband and wife can advance in spiritual consciousness. This advanced stage is called the Paramahamsa stage and once it is obtained both husband and wife can be actually liberated from material consciousness. If the disciple remains steady in the service of the spiritual master he need no longer fear falling down <clears throat> into the clutches of maya. Text 45 <clears throat> The daughter of King Vidarbha <clears throat> continued as usual to serve her husband who was seated in a steady posture until she could ascertain that he had passed away from the body. Purport It appears that the queen did not even talk to her husband while serving. She would simply perform her prescribed duties without talk. Thus, she did not stop rendering service until she could ascertain that her husband had passed from that body. Text 46 While she was serving her husband by massaging his legs, She could feel that his feet were no longer warm and could thus understand that he had already passed from the body. She felt great anxiety upon being left alone. Bereft of her husband's company, she felt exactly as a deer feels upon being separated from its mate. PURPORT As soon as the circulation of blood and air within the body stops, It is to be understood that the soul within the body has left. The stoppage of the blood's circulation is perceived when the hands and feet lose heat. One tests whether a body is alive or not by feeling the heart's palpitations and the coldness of the feet and hands. Text 47 being now alone and a widow in that forest the daughter of Vidarbha began to lament incessantly shedding tears which soaked her breasts and crying very loudly purport figuratively figuratively the queen is supposed to be the disciple of the king thus When the mortal body of the spiritual master expires, his disciples should cry, exactly as the queen cries when the king leaves his body. However, the disciple and spiritual master are never separated because the spiritual master always keeps company with the disciple as long as the disciple follows strictly the instructions of the spiritual master. This is called the association of vāṇī, words. Physical presence is called vāpū. As long as the spiritual master is physically present, the disciple should serve the physical body of the spiritual master. And when the spiritual master is no longer physically existing, the disciple should serve the instructions of the spiritual master. Text 48 O, oh, best of kings, please get up, get up. Just see this world surrounded by water, and infested with rogues and so-called kings. This world is very much afraid, and your and it is your duty to protect her. Purport. Whenever an acharya comes, following the superior orders. Of the Supreme Personality of Godhead or his representative, he establishes the principles of religion as enunciated in Bhagavad Gita. Religion means abiding by the orders of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Religious principles begin from the time one surrenders to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is the Acharya's duty to spread a bona fide religious system and induce everyone to bow down before the Supreme Lord. One executes the religious principles by rendering devotional service. Specifically, the nine items like hearing, chanting and remembering. Unfortunately, unfortunately, When the acharya disappears, rogues and non-devotees take advantage and immediately begin to introduce unauthorized principles in the name of so-called swamis, yogis, philanthropists, welfare workers, and so on. Actually, human life is meant for executing the orders of the Supreme Lord. And this is stated in Bhagavad-gītā 9.34. Manmana mana bhakto, mad bakto mat jaji mam namaskuru mam ivai shasya yuktvaivam atmanam mat parayanaham Engage your mind always in thinking of me and become my devotee. Offer obeisances and worship me. Being completely absorbed in me, surely you will come to me. The main business of human society is to think of the Supreme Personality of Godhead at all times to become His devotees to worship the Supreme Lord and to bow down before Him. The Acharya, the authorized representative of the Supreme Lord establishes these principles but when He disappears things once again become disordered. The perfect disciples of the Acharya try to relieve the situation by sincerely following the instructions of the spiritual master. At the present moment, practically the entire world is afraid of rogues and non-devotees. Therefore, this Christian consciousness movement is started to save the world from irreligious principles. Everyone should cooperate with this movement in order to bring about actual peace and happiness in the world text 49 that most obedient wife thus fell down at the feet of her dead husband and began to cry pitifully in that solitary forest thus the tears rolled down from her eyes purport just as a devoted wife becomes afflicted at the passing away of her husband when a spiritual master passes away the disciple becomes similarly bereaved text 50 she then prepared a blazing fire with firewood and placed the dead body of her husband upon it when this was finished She lamented severely and prepared herself to perish in the fire with her husband. Purport It is the long-standing tradition of the Vedic system that a faithful wife dies along with her husband. This is called Sahamārana. In India, this system was prevalent even to the date of British occupation. At that time, however, A wife who did not wish to die with her husband was sometimes forced to do so by her relatives. Formerly, that was not the case. The wife used to enter the the fire voluntarily. The British government stopped this practice, considering it inhuman. However, from the early history of India, we find that when Maharaj Pandu died, he survived he was survived by two wives madri and kunti the question was whether both should die or one should die after the death of maharaj pandu his wife settled that one should remain and the other should go madri would perish with her husband in the fire and kunti would remain to take charge of the five pandava's children five pandava children Even as late as 1936 we saw a devoted wife voluntarily enter the fire of her husband. This indicates that a devotee's wife must be prepared to act in such a way. Similarly, a devoted disciple of the spiritual master would rather die with the spiritual master than fail to execute the spiritual master's mission. As the Supreme Personality of Godhead comes down upon this earth to re- to reestablish the principles of religion so his representative the spiritual master also comes to reestablish religious principles it is the duty of the disciples to take charge of the mission of the spiritual master and execute it properly otherwise the disciples should decide to die along with the spiritual master In other words, to execute the will of the spiritual master, the disciple should be prepared to lay down his life and abandon all personal considerations. Text 51 My dear King, one Brahmana, who was an old friend of King Puranjana, came to that place and began to pacify the queen with sweet words hmm. purport the appearance of an old friend in the form of a brahmana is very significant in his paramatma feature Krishna is the old friend of everyone according to Vedic injunction Krishna is sitting within the living entity side by side according to the Shruti mantra Dvasuparna Sayuja Sakaya The Lord is situated within the heart of every living entity as Surit, the best friend. The Lord is always eager to have the living entity come home, back to Godhead. Sitting with the living entity as witness, the Lord gives him all chances to enjoy himself materially. But whenever there is an opportunity, the Lord gives good counsel and advises the living entity to abandon trying to become happy through material adjustment and instead turn his face toward the Supreme Personality of Godhead and surrender unto Him. When one becomes serious to follow the mission of the spiritual master, his resolution is tantamount to seeing the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As explained before, this means meeting the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the instruction of the spiritual master. This is technically called Vani Seva. Śrīla Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur states in his Bhagavad-gītā commentary on the verse beginning Vyavasaya-mikā-bhūdhir ekeha-kudunandana Bhagavad-gītā 241 that one should serve the words of the spiritual master. The disciple must stick to whatever the spiritual master orders. Simply by following on that line, one can see the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Paramatma, appeared before the queen as a brahmana. But why didn't he appear in his original form of, as Krishna the Viśvanā Chagavarādhi remarks that unless one is very highly elevated in loving the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one cannot see Him as He is. Nonetheless, if one stick to the, sticks to the principles enunciated by the Spiritual Master, somehow or other, he is in association with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Since the Lord is in the heart, he can advise a sincere disciple from within. This is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 10:10. Te sham satade yuktanam priti pritipurvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam upayanti upayantite. Those who are constantly devoted and worship me with love, I give the understanding by which they can come to me in conclusion if a disciple is very serious to execute the mission of the spiritual master he immediately associates with the supreme personality of godhead by vani or vapu this is only the secret of this is the only secret of success in seeing the supreme personality of godhead Instead of being eager to see the Lord in some bush of Vrindavan, while at the same time engaging in sense gratification, if one instead sticks to the principles of following the words of the spiritual master, he will see the Supreme Lord without difficulty. Śrīla Bilba Bilbamangal Thakur has therefore said, bhaktis Toyi, Stiratara. Syad, dai murtihi, sman, gatayak if I am engaged in devotional service unto You, my dear Lord, then very easily I can perceive Your presence everywhere. And as far as liberation is concerned, I think that liberation stands at my door with folded hands, waiting to serve me. And all material conveniences of Dharma, religiosity, Artha, economic development, and Kama, sense gratification, stand with her. Krishna Karnamrita 107 If one is very highly advanced in devotional service he will have no difficulty in seeing the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If one engages in the service of the spiritual master he not only sees the Supreme Personality of Godhead but attains liberation. As far as material conveniences are concerned they automatically come just as the maidservants of a queen follow the queen wherever she goes liberation is no problem for the pure devotee and all material conveniences are simply awaiting him at all stages of life Hare Krishna, Srila Prabhupada Ki die so that brings us to 7.50 a little late but worth the wait we'll stop our reading for tonight and we'll start tomorrow at text 52 and in the meantime we will mm, be tolerant and wait for the reflections from the devotees on what we've heard today Hare Krishna
1: This one is from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devi
0: Dasi. <clears throat> Hare Krishna.
1: Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled devotees. Happy in the shelter of Srimad Bhagavatam, dear Maharaj. Jai Ho, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai, all glories to his divine grace. Thank you very much. This one is from Rati. Yes, Rati. Jai, Guru Maharaj, all glories to this daily reading. The shining light on this winter evening.
0: Hare Krishna. Warming up the house.
1: This is from... Shantarupa? Yes, Shantarupa from Wales, yes. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. One who is disturbed by the relativities in life, accepts the relative position. How clear and straightforward is Prabhupada? Daily readings, Kijai.
0: Yes, Srila Prabhupada's writings are clear, straightforward, eloquent, poetic. He uses, uh, he sees the same subject from so many different angles of vision. It enables us to visualize the philosophy. That is the wonder of his books. These are not, these are. Picture words not just book words
1: Hari Krishna This is from Subharao Raja Yes, Subharao Hari Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily readings. Great delineation of Mayavad and Vaishnava philosophy by Srila Prabhupada four twenty eight forty. Quote There are two types of Mayavadi philosophers followers of the Buddhist philosophy and the followers of the Shankara philosophy the followers of Buddha do not recognize that there is anything beyond the body the followers of Shankara conclude that there is no separate existence of the Paramatma the Supersoul they believe that the individual soul is identical with the Paramatma in the ultimate analysis Hmm. but the Vaishnava philosopher who is perfect in knowledge knows that the body is made of the external energy and that hmm. the super soul, the Paramatma, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is sitting with the individual soul and is distinct from Him. Hmm. Śrīla Prabhupāda ki jāi, in daily readings ki jāi.
0: Hare Krishna. This is just what Prabhupāda wants, that we take these gems, take them out, uh, look at them from different angles of vision, and relish. That's the purpose of the Bhagavatam and we do this every day things will remain clear thank you very much Subo, Ram, for that this one's from Maxine Bao yes, yes Maxine.
1: Hare Krishna dearest Maharaj please accept my humble obeisances Jai
0: Haribo thank you
1: and this one's from Rohini Nandana yes Rohini Nandana Hare Krishna Maharaj thank you for another wonderful reading In the purport to text 41, Srila Prabhupada says that upon reaching the platform of Raga Bhakti, the Lord instructs from within. I was under the impression that Raga Bhakti means spontaneous devotional service. Does the Lord not instruct from within a devotee who is in the regulative or Vaikuntha mood? I have some misunderstanding in this area. Could you please explain? Thank you. Well,
0: it's a spectrum Of advancement it's not that in one stage things always happen a certain way in another stage things always happen in a different way it's not like that there are overlapping uh, symptoms Uh, there are three stages of bhakti Uh, the sadhana bhakti the bhava bhakti and the prema bhakti uh, the ragmarg it means the devotees of Goloka Vrindavan who are eternally, spontaneously situated in pure living devotional service to Krishna directly. Now in Sarana Bhakti, which means devo- devotional service in practice there are two divisions. One is called vidi or vaidi bhakti and the other raganuga bhakti. So sometimes the devotees conflate raganuga with rag marg. But raganuga bhakti is a higher phase of Sadhana bhakti. It's devotional service in practice. But the difference is, or at least in the beginning stages, of it, the the, the the difference is that the devotee feels like doing their services. Like Prabhupada uses the example in the Nectar of Devotion that in 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 rag in, Raga, in uh, bhakti, the, the the devotee gets up every morning, but he gets up because it's his duty, because he's told to by his spiritual master and the scriptures. But when the devotional service becomes a little advanced and he comes to Raganuga the first phase is or stage is that he wants to get up he thinks about chanting his rounds nicely he does his devotional practices with a different mood a spontaneous mood and then as that carries forward he gradually becomes attracted to Krishna by hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam Again and again and again and again, and finally comes to the point of being actually attracted to the brajabasis, even a specific brajabasi and and starts to follow in the footsteps of that those devotees or that devotee in the spiritual world, therefore it's called raga nuga nuga means to follow raga means the Raga Bhaktas in Goloka Vrindavan. So the, the final stage of Raga Nuga Bhakti is to follow in the footsteps uh, of the re- residents of Vrindavan. But within that category, there's different phases of it. And the beginning phase of it is they want to do their services. They feel attached to the service itself. And then as they become more advanced, they become more attached to the personal form of Krishna than the service and eventually falls in love with Krishna that's Prema Bhakti that's a a little overview Hare Krishna this is another one from
1: Rati yes Rati sorry Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Jai Srila Prabhupada, happy to be back hearing from you. From the restlessness in my mind today, I can see that I can barely miss a day of your daily readings. In today's reading, I liked the verses that compared the disappearance of the king with the disappearance of the spiritual master Mm. and how the disciple should react. Mm.
0: Yes, this means actual attachment Uh, I can speak for just a moment Uh, when I was in Vrindavan in the room when Srila Prabhupada passed away from this world physically uh, I was looking at his face and as soon as I could see that he had gone he said Hare Krishna actually then I looked down at myself and the world became vacant I don't remember how long that lasted but it was very intense Uh, some of the devotees in the room were just overwhelmed and fell to the ground and crying out and tears flowing from their eyes and it was a very very intense atmosphere but the way I responded was that I felt the world had become vacant. And I looked down and I saw that everything about me had changed completely by the association of Prabhupada. Therefore, he is my life and soul. And therefore, his orders, his instructions and his example are my life and soul. I can never imitate Prabhupada. Nobody can. But we can become attached to his words and to following his words and in that way we become relieved from the feeling of attachment or or, or separation Hare Krishna but when the spiritual master leaves the moment he leaves or the time just after he leaves yes we should feel the world being vacant Hare Krishna but then by following the instructions the spiritual master stays with us and we no longer need to feel the separation because he's with us literally and we read about that in the purports today
1: Hare Krishna This one's from Anandamorti, Devi Das. Yes, Anandamurti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Prabhupada. Thank you so much for today's reading of Srila Prabhupada's books. Today I found that disciple and spiritual master are never separated because the spiritual master always keeps company with the disciple as long as the disciple follows strictly the instructions of the spiritual master. This is called the association of Vani. Words. Mm-hmm. I also heard the perfect disciples of the Acharya try to relieve the situation by sincerely following the instructions of the spiritual master. That is why Vani is important and can apply and can apply to everyone, like me living far from Guru Maharaj. Yesterday, one Bhagavad Gita and one Prabhupada Lilamrita distributed, and he is very happy to receive Bhagavad Gita. He was a Buddhist but he was very much attracted by the beautiful form of the paramatma feature of the lord mm-hmm. to see the picture and appreciate the bhagavad gita nice um, tat sat.
0: very nice yes and you know to fill out the picture of that one sentence in the purport you know when the spiritual master leaves there's automatically a kind of disorder and the devotees who are serious they create order out of the disorder by following the orders of the spiritual master very strictly and in that way they, they keep company with the spiritual master always
1: Hare Krishna Is this from Bhaktarupa? Bhakta Rupa. He says, from Bhaktashayan Shai- Oh, Bhaktashayan He says, nice to hear your voice, Mahārāj Hare Krishna Thank you this one's from Peter Lawrence Yes, Bhakti Peter Hare Krishna Maharaj All glories to Srila Prabhupada and all devo- all assembled devotees Hare Krishna Tonight I heard that we can conquer all relativities through tolerance Can you please speak more about this tolerance? Is, is it this tolerance as a choice that must be made or a quality that is cultivated? Uh, it's both
0: the, the quality of tolerance is within the heart it's it's a quality of the soul uh, you know in the beginning of the 16th chapter of the Gita there's a list of di- what are called divine qualities that Krishna explains to Arjuna and tolerance is one of them uh, but when we're in the material world we tend to lose that ability to be tolerant because of the influence of the mode of passion and mode of ignorance. Therefore, we have to cultivate that tolerance by practice. You know, bhakti is bhakti, whether it's in its beginning stages or its final stages. It's still bhakti. It's just that the fruit on the tree is not ripe yet. That's all. So if you stay on the tree of bhakti and follow the principles strictly given to you by your spiritual master, and in our case, by Shiva Prabhupāda, as the eternal shikshaguru guru of all of us who are in this movement, connected to this movement, uh, then we are engaged in bhakti. And from the beginning to the end, Bhakti is bhakti but there's different stages of ripeness or maturity just like a mango the mango is on the fruits but it's not ripe so it's bitter but when it ripens if it stays in the tree with this combination of the sun shine coming from the tree the nourishment from the tree then it becomes ripe and when it's ripe well that's another thing but it's still a mango so stay in bhakti yoga and everything will come Hare Krishna
1: this one's from Nikki Drans. yes Nikki she says Hare Krishna Maharaj please accept my humble obeisances all glories to Srila Prabhupada These daily readings really pick me up and bring my mind back to the important subject matters. At the beginning, I heard how we, in the material world, we are bewildered by relativity, things coming and going. I thought of the relative nature of my spiritual practice. Sometimes I'm very regulated and focused. Other times, I just seek material enjoyment, and although this feels more comfortable, I feel a a nagging fear in the back of my mind. Mm. How should we view these changes in our spiritual life? And she gives another comment later to add. She says, I I say I'm just seeking material enjoyment, but I'm still following the basic spiritual duties. Sorry, I just wanted to clarify.
0: Yeah, well, like I said before, if you continue to do those spiritual duties, that's how you respond. When your mind takes you to another place where it wants sense gratification, you tolerate that. The best way to to tolerate the mind when it's telling you to do sense gratification is just to ignore it. Just ignore it. Prabhupada used the example that a, a traveling salesman is going door to door, you know, selling a vacuum cleaner or something, whatever they sell nowadays. And, you know, it rings the doorbell or knocks on the door. And you can see through the you know, through the curtain or something, who's there. But you, if you don't answer the door, then you're safe. But as soon as you open the door just a little bit, poof! what goes? The foot goes in the door. And he can't close the door. And he's, the silk tongue comes out because he knows how to convince. And pretty soon, you're left there with a vacuum cleaner. So just don't open the door, which means to ignore Ignore the mind when the mind tells you some nonsense. Know that your mind is your friend, but it also is your enemy if it's not controlled. Krishna explains this very uh, nicely in the Bhagavad Gita. The the mind is the friend and, and, and also the enemy of the conditioned soul. When it's controlled, it's your friend. So make friends with your mind by following the orders of the Shastra and the example of the spiritual master and the the Vaishnavas and then you will gradually be able to tolerate the temptations and when you don't, what happens? you feel bad you don't feel good, you feel bad unless you're a bad person and then you'll feel good when you do something bad So the fact that you feel bad when you're thinking something wrong that means you're a good person So surrender to being a good person Hare Krishna
1: This one's from Rati again Yes, Rati She says, sorry, I don't have alert remarks tonight I am quite tired but also satisfied because today I went out for two and a half hours on book distribution, and it was so refreshing. Oh, good for you! Literally because it was quite cold and windy, but also in meeting the people, some of whom were very nice. One English boy of 22 years, whose name was Kane, was sitting underneath a big Christmas tree using his phone. He was the first one whom I approached. Kane listened patiently to my introduction and was interested in the Gita, When I asked him for a donation, he said that he couldn't give a donation because his bag and wallet had just been stolen 10 minutes before. (sighs) He was quite distressed, but still peaceful. So I complimented him on his equanimity. I made him read out loud a few verses of the second chapter, like Matras Sparshas, Tikonteya, about tolerating happiness and distress. Mm. I taught him the Hare Krishna mantra and where the London temple was. I then asked him what he thought about it all. He said he really liked it. He said that he now had no entertainment at all and that until his plane would depart in five hours, all he was going to do was read the Gita. I was so pleased to meet him. He felt like a Bhakta. I took a picture of Cain and me and sent it to him. I pray that he will be a devotee. Please bless him.
0: Hare Krishna. I think you already blessed him. (laughs) Thank you very much, Rati. That's a great story, great news. And like I say, we live vicariously through you because Physically I can't do the same things I did before.
1: Thank you so much. And then she says, thank you for sharing your beautiful realization of Srila Prabhupada's disappearance. Hare Krishna. May we all become as attached to his words like you have. Hari Hare Krishna. Thank you. And then this one is from Vilas Mandri. It's not difficult.
0: But what makes it difficult is when we're not attached to the words of Prabhupada. The words of Prabhupada and following the words of Prabhupada in relationship, it's easy. But what makes things difficult is we, when we don't follow or don't hear.
1: Hare Krishna. This is from Vilas Manjari. Yes, Vilas Manjari. Dear Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. What stood out to me today was how we become close to the spiritual master and Krishna by absorbing, um, absorbing ourselves in the service and mission of the spiritual master and not by looking for Krishna in the bushes of Vrindavan. <laughs> it strikes me how the transcendental science needs to be learned from a realized soul. How would we ever find our way out of this mess without them? All glories to Srila Prabhupada and all the assembled devotees.
0: Hare Krishna, thank you very much. You're Realizations as usual are very profound and touching and uh, yes, very nice, thank you.
1: Subharaji Gopal. She says Hari Krishna Maharaj, where is our dear Abhai Prabhu from Minneapolis?
0: He's sitting right here next to us. <laughs>
1: Rati asks the same thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Nikki Dren says, Thank you, Maharaj. Hearing you always recharges my spiritual muscles. Hare Krishna, thank you. And then this is the last one. It's from Yashoda Priya Devi Dasi. Yes, Yashoda Priya, Hari Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. There are so many wonderful gems focusing on the relationship between the spiritual master and disciple and how the responsibility falls onto the disciples to maintain Krishna's movement after the spiritual master leaves in Srimad Bhagavatam 4.28.50 purport. So it behooves us young devotees to be as fixed on the orders of the spiritual master and Srila Prabhupada and be the best devotees as we can for the movement's future for when more of Srila Prabhupada's disciples eventually leave this world. Your servant, Yashoda Priya Devi Dasi.
0: And the way to do that is to always remember that you are the eternal shikshaguru of Śrīla Prabhupāda and therefore Śrīla Prabhupāda will never leave you as long as you hear from him regularly and faithfully and act according to his instructions. The dikshaguru and the shikshaguru are the same, especially in regards to us in this movement, because Srila Prabhupada is our founder Acharya and therefore the eternal Shiksha Guru of everyone connected to the movement. Hare Krishna. And as usual, the reflections are very beautiful, the appreciations of what we're doing is very beautiful, and I thank you so much. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Samabeda Bhakta Vrindaki Jai Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari bo. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic, as we hear about the ongoing adventures of the soul. Puranjana, now Puranjani, and how she's going and, and how she has uh, executed her pure devotional service. Hare Krishna.